0: Hello, everyone, and
1: welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show in its 20th year on Voice America. Um, you know, our, our goal here really is to show people how they can live their best lives and to really be empowered. And today I have on a wonderful guest. Her name is Marina Kikadel, and I hope I said that right, Marina. Did I do that right? Kadekel, very close. Kadekel, close. All right, Marina Kadekel. She is Thrive's Global Head of Content Development, bringing Thrive's corporate and consumer audiences compelling multimedia storytelling and actionable science-based advice to help them lower their stress and improve their well-being. She's been a top editor for national media outlets, including Women's Health, Glamour, and Cosmopolitan. And today we are talking about her brand new book, your Time to Thrive, End Burnout, Increase Well-Being, and Unlock Your Full attention Potential with the New Science of Micro-Steps. And she's written this book along with the editors of Thrive Global. Welcome, Marina.
2: Thank you so much, Patricia. It's wonderful to be here with you.
1: Yeah. Well, tell us about Thrive. Tell us more about Thrive and how it started and the founder and how, and what, and what you do in your work. And then we'll get to these incredible principles that are in the book.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah. So Thrive Global uh, was launched four years ago by Ariana Huffington um, with the mission of ending the stress and burnout epidemic and helping individuals and companies unlock their greatest potential. So Ariana had her own brush with burnout. She collapsed um, and uh, broke her cheekbone and woke up in a pool of her own blood in 2007 and started going from doctor to doctor trying to find out what was wrong. Uh, and it was ended up being exhaustion and burnout. She was uh, a single mom at that point. She had been running Huffington Post at that point. And she uh, found that this experience really helped her start questioning, what is a good life? Is this a good life? Is this how I want to live? And so she started doing a lot of research. It led to her writing a book called The Sleep Revolution. She became a sleep evangelist. Um, and sleep is actually the first, the first chapter of this book, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Um, and then she founded Thrive, um, four years ago to really help individuals and companies live and work better. So typically Thrive works for Fortune 100 companies to help their employees make, uh, and establish better habits. But this is our first book for everyone publicly so they can access our philosophy and our program and, and change their life. And really what this book is about is taking people from awareness to action. We all want to live better lives. We all want to make some changes. We all kind of know what we should do. But um, Mm -hmm. taking that action is is harder than we think. And so Mm -hmm. this book is all about starting very, very small.
1: Mm. It's really interesting because one of the things I do is a lot of corporate webinars on these topics in the book. And mm-hmm. I think because of COVID and what's happened, you know, there's a lot of stress because whenever there's uncertainty, there's anxiety. Yeah. So I think it's needed now more than ever before. And it doesn't matter what the company is, Marina, it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, um, an engineering plant, or it's Congress, or it's a retail mm-hmm. company. Everybody's mm-hmm. got this. This is like a common denominator for everybody.
2: Oh my gosh, You're, you, you couldn't be more correct. I mean, you know from your own work, too, that, you know, this year has been, a uh, year and a half has been really overwhelming.
0: Yes.
3: Um,
2: the idea of making big, dramatic life changes feels really daunting to people, it, it, you know, mm-hmm. and... Everyone's sort of holding their breath, trying to figure out what is our next normal going to be? What is it going to look like? Um, The fatigue is real. You know, the pandemic has really been a catalyst for us all to think deeply about the world we want to return to. You know, we're not going back to where we were and we shouldn't, um, but we're all stressed. And so this book, we really wanted it to be the one book you need to recover from all that stress and uncertainty, as you said, right now. Um, So your time to thrive, this book is really a system for navigating. Sort of where we are right now, without getting overstressed, without going back to old habits that don't serve us anymore, um, and allowing us to develop new ways of self-care and work, Mm -hmm. and most importantly, cultivating um, purpose and curiosity and and wonder again after more than a year of that collective breath-holding we've been doing.
1: Yeah. And as I said, I think what's amazing is it is a common denominator. It doesn't matter what your profession, your status, your anything. We're all feeling the same thing. Now, the first thing you talk about in the book is sleep, which is something I've spent a lot of time on as well. Please share why sleep is so important and why that's number one in the book.
2: Oh, that's I love talking about sleep. And it's no error that sleep is the first chapter of this book. Before we talk about sleep, I'd like to Explain what microsteps are. Your audience might be thinking, the new science of microsteps, what are microsteps exactly? So microsteps are small science-backed actions and mindset shifts that we can start doing immediately to build healthy habits um, that really significantly improve our lives. We call them too small to fail in this book. Um, And, you know, we were talking about everything feeling daunting right now, we're just exhausted, but the science tells us we don't need to turn our lives upside down and change everything about how we live. Um, And, in fact, it's more effective to transform what's not working in your life through small daily changes. So Mm -hmm. sleep, experts call it a keystone habit. You know, when we are sleeping, um, you know, we're getting adequate sleep, good sleep, everything else starts falling into place. We can focus more. We're in a better mood. Our relationships are better. Um, it's it's really like this cornerstone habit that uh, affects mm-hmm. the rest of our lives. And and so some of the tiny sleep micro steps that, that I love, my favorite one, is actually setting an alarm for half an hour yeah. before I want to be um, in bed or asleep. Because we're all guilty of doing this. We look up. You know, we're whiling away. We're scrolling through social media or doing whatever. We look up and it's like way past the time we wanted to be sleeping and we get that spike of stress being like, oh, no, now I only have like five hours to sleep or whatever it might be. But setting that alarm is one of the easy ways to um, prime your environment to make it easier on you to do what you want to do and and get that sleep. Yeah. What about
1: some things like, for example, checking out the room? Is it too hot or too cold? Too light or too dark? Is there too much noise? Checking out your mattress. How old is it? Is it over 10 years old?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's really, you know, it's about setting your environment, as you said, you know, one amazing thing to do is to get blackout curtains or make sure that your room is as dark as possible. Mm -hmm. That's really crucial to a, a great night's sleep. Check your yeah. mask, as you said. Make sure the temperature is not too hot. Um, anything like, you can do because getting sleep, sleep is like bringing in an overnight cleaning crew to clear the toxic right. waste proteins that accumulate right. between our brain cells. It's, it's mm-hmm. so crucial. Um, and, yeah. you know, it's easier than we think to prime ourselves for better sleep.
1: What do you say to people, Marina, who might have allergies or sinuses or even sleep apnea? Should they see a medical specialist right away because they may have trouble breathing at night if they're if they're stuffy?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Something like if you if you suspect you have something like sleep apnea, that's something that is a medical issue that you should go see your doctor right away. That's not. Um, you know, that's that can be a safety issue and and a real health hazard. So, absolutely, that something like it, that, absolutely, Talk yeah. Or even if
1: you have sinuses and allergy issues, and you don't have sleep mm-hmm. apnea, but you get stuffy, yeah. And then you lay down, and everything kind of sits back, and it it impedes your breathing when you sleep. So that absolutely. would be another one too. Yeah.
2: yeah, and even just not making sure you're not eating too late in the day you know sometimes eating dinner too late or eating spicy foods can really impede uh impede our sleep right. and also setting a caffeine cutoff. you know caffeine has a, a half life of many hours so even if you stop drinking at like five o'clock by the time it's out of your system it'll be you know in the middle of the night so um we recommend the caffeine cutoff at two o'clock um right just to make sure it's out of your system when you want to get that sleep you need all right, we've got a few more
1: minutes before break. So let's talk about the second one which is unplugging and recharging. Does that mean hot baths? Does that mean massage? Does that mean meditation, guided imagery,
2: all of the above? What does that mean? Yes, it can include all of the above and you'll find you'll find hundreds of microsteps in this book and uh, actually stories from from real people, notable people including um, like Tom Brady and Hoda Kotb and also thrives Staffers, we say uh, we drink our own champagne. We don't eat our own dog food. We drink our own champagne. So, in each chapter, you'll find a microstep diary where a Thrive staffer actually took on one of these microsteps and, and talked honestly about how it worked for them. So, unplugging and recharging is is crucial for us. You know, our relationship with technology is the ultimate paradox. It's. The same devices that create opportunities for connection and, and convenience also really staff our time and attention. Um, and it's a relationship that impacts other aspects of our well-being, like sleep yeah. um, and yeah, mental and health it, and the ability to focus. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I think another micro step there is also deep breathing, just breathing, breathing and, and holding and releasing and resting. You no, know, because that, that can one of my really calm. Right. It calms down the parasympathetic nervous system immediately. So you stop and it, like, restarts your thermostat, if you will. Oh,
2: 100%. And in the book, um, that's actually one of our favorite micro steps, just taking one minute to breathe. You know, neuroscience tells us it only takes 60 to 90 seconds to course correct from stress. And one of the best Mm -hmm. things you can do is breathe. We recommend box breathing, which is a technique that Navy SEALs actually use. It's four deep breaths in, hold at the top for four or deep breaths out and hold for four and repeat. Um, and that is a great way to sort of relax or even boost um, yeah. your focus if that's what you want to do.
1: Yeah, and that's the exact one that I talk about, that exact, exact mm. one you said. I think I do hold for five, whether it's four or five. It's so important, as you said, and also to rest at the end and not just keep breathing constantly, deep breathing, because you don't want to hyperventilate either. So, Absolutely. That's, that's
2: for those of us who aren't, who aren't accustomed to, you know, taking time to breathe, it can really, the first time you do it, it can feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm hyperventilating. So that's a great point. Take time to rest. And, um, you know, if you can't hold it for five, hold it for a four.
1: All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are talking to Marina Kickadell. Did I say that right? Kidekel. Kedekl. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll remember yeah. it. I'm going to come up with a cinnamon <laughs> to remember it. All right. The, her wonderful book is Your Time to Thrive, End Burnout, Increase well-being, and Unlock Your Full Potential with the New Science of Micro Steps. And Marina has written this with the editors of Thrive Global. And Ariana Huffington uh, has written the foreword to the book. And it's it's very exciting concept. And again, as you said, Marina, these are things we all know, but it's a lot harder to practice things we know and and to change our habits. But I think the science of micro steps makes it so much easier because you're doing it in small steps. So how can people find the book? And we're going to come back and talk about many more of your things. We'll talk about nutrition and movement and focus and relationships and creativity, all the great stuff. So how can people get the book?
2: Absolutely. So you can get the book anywhere books are sold or you can go to to yourtimetothrivebook.com. To learn okay. more and order it and we've been getting an amazing response actually people are are finding it um, makes a really great gift for graduates in their life or even moms or anyone you know uh, going into a new job or on, on the precipice of a change in their life um, okay. so great your time to thrive book.com
1: all right you're listening to the patricia raskin positive living show right here on voiceamerica.com, america's voice i'm patricia raskin and we'll be right back
4: Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Braveheart's radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests, and your input too. Listen for Bravehearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere
0: turn every weekend into a fun storytime adventure with jesse jameson and friends each week jesse brings on a new guest with a great real life story to share and he tests the limits of some of his friends storytelling abilities with fun questions and outrageous comments if you have a story worth telling you can be a part of the show too listen to jesse jameson and friends every sunday at 11 a.m pacific time and 2 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel
3: Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Patricia Raskin, and we have a wonderful guest on today, so inspiring. Our guest is Marina Kadekel, and she is Thrive Global's Head of Content Development. She's bringing Thrive's corporate and consumer audiences compelling multimedia storytelling and actionable science-backed advice to help lower stress and improve well-being. She's been a top editor for national media outlets, including Women's Health, Glamour and Cosmopolitan. Her new book, along with other editors of Thrive Global, is Your Time to Thrive. And the subtitle is End Burnout, Increase Well Being, and Unlock Your Full Potential with the New Science of Micro Steps. Welcome back, Marina. Thank you so much, Patricia. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's great to talk with you. Um you know, as we said, These are micro steps, which is so easy to do because it's little bits at a time. And you talk about, you know, not only research in the book, but you also have personal stories of wellness success from business moguls and athletes and employees and more. And so the different topics in your book, I really want to go through them. We talked about the importance of sleep. We talked about unplugging and recharging. Another favorite topic of mine. Let's talk about nutrition and hydration, how important that is and how do you take those micro steps?
2: Yeah, I mean, so you'll see in these in these chapters we really mean micro. <laughs> we, we don't even, we don't even um, talk about exercise necessarily. We call it movement um, because there's so much science that says incorporating tiny bursts of movement in your day is really beneficial. Um, and one thing that the science tells us about starting new habits, um, which is why this book centers on the philosophy and the science of microsteps, is that it's important to have this habit become part of your identity. So if you're thinking, oh, I need to go slog away two hours at the gym, like that's, that's something that who, nobody has time for, first of all, but is never really going to become part of your identity. But let's mm-hmm. say you swap a meeting each day or week with a walking meeting. There's no law that says every meeting has to yep. be on Zoom or, you right. know, you <laughs> can take a walk um, that, you know, then you become a person who walks. You know, I'm a person who walks regularly. Or, you know, if you take one minute stretch breaks whenever you can throughout the day, you know, that becomes something that you do. You know, you're just a person who moves. So, um, you know, that's that's what we talk about a lot. And for nutrition. Um, yeah, I, I want
1: to just, yeah. just share a story with that, which is so interesting. Ooh.
2: Go ahead. Because I, wanna
1: my, hear. I was going to the gym and doing swim aerobics all the time. And so, mm-hmm. I, when, when the pandemic hit, I was going to the gym and doing swim aerobics almost every day. And then the gym closed for a while. Um. And so, you know, what was I going to do? So, I came up with something very creative that fits right in with this, and it really it still works for me. So, what I did is I went to series. You know, I picked out on television uh, the streaming video, could be Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, whatever, whatever it was. And I would find a series that I really liked. And i pick one episode a day. And it was usually like 40 to 50 minutes. And every day, I would watch that episode and I would jog as though I'm in the water. So we just jog as I'm watching. So now I'm getting my entertainment. I'm getting my exercise. I don't even know what's happening because I'm so involved. And it really has worked for me, Marina.
2: (laughs) That is amazing, Patricia. And you know what? Ariana does the same thing. Um, that is something oh, called it? habit stacking, which is taking something that you would normally do, watch your favorite shows right. and stacking right. a healthy habit on top of it, walking or whatever yeah. you want to do. Ariana has actually, she was saying that she watched two and a half hours of, um, of the crown on her treadmill. Yeah. The only time she would allow herself to watch the crown was on her treadmill. So that is yeah. an amazing, that is an amazing tip and, and a really great microscope, and, yeah. and a really interesting way to think outside the gym too and get creative <laughs> with movement.
1: And I think, too, as you said, once you've done it a lot, you don't even it's mm-hmm. it's part. it's like I don't even I turn it on and I start moving. It's automatic almost. It's not like, oh, yeah. I've got to go work out when I watch this. It's media goes on, the TV goes on, and I'm moving. so it it becomes a positive habit that's just part of what you do
2: absolutely. And that's so so key to starting so many of these habits, it's making it easier on yourself to do them. So if it's easier to watch your favorite show while walking or jogging, great. You know, same thing with nutrition, you know, prime your environment. So, you know, have a carafe of water, like buy a beautiful carafe or something you like to drink out of, keep it next to your workstation, keep it next to the bed. So it's easy for you to refill your water glass every time you, you get up for a break.
1: Yeah, very, very true. I And and the, th- the major things I talk about, because, g- you know, I think getting into specific diets and high fat, low fat, carb, no fat, you know, all of that, mm-hmm. no dairy, no no gluten. I mean, everybody's so individual, Marina, that you re- we really can't yeah. speak to that. But I think general things about not eating processed food, right, which has all the preservatives and chemicals, eating whole and fresh, cutting down on caffeine and alcohol and sugar. I mean, those are just basic things. What do you think?
2: I think that's 100% correct. If we focus on whole foods, um, we can't lose. And if we focus on cutting down our sugar intake, we can't lose. And you know, we're we're talking about micro steps here. So we talk a lot about nutrition and hydration swaps, right? So you don't have to fully cut out if you're a soda drinker. You don't you don't have to fully cut out soda. Um, just swap one a day with water with lemon. Um, you know, sweeten your water with with fruit, drink sparkling water, you know, do something that makes it appealing for you. Um, But again, these are really small swaps and, and tips that you can do. You really don't have to overhaul your entire diet to see changes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Any other tips on nutrition?
2: Yeah, so... Sit down when you eat, even for a few minutes. That's one of my favorite yes. steps. Mindless eating can lead us to consume way more. We can feel bloated. You know, if you can, choose a place to eat that's not the same as where you work and, and make it a meal. Um, another one that, I, that I've i adopted is just drink a glass of water when you wake up. That's so simple. But we wake up dehydrated. A lot of us don't even realize that. Um, mm-hmm. But That is one of my favorite micro steps because a it's something good for yourself and b it's so easy to do and micro steps are amazing because they give you something to celebrate every day. Like again, you don't have to slog away at the gym for two hours. If you drank that glass of water when you woke up, that's already something to celebrate and and will help you build on that for more wins and and more good habits and, and more good vibes.
1: Yeah, so important. So definitely, I mean, nutrition is absolutely key. And as you said, hydration, hydration. What about eating smaller meals instead of, you know, three big meals or eating lighter at night and more in the morning?
2: We definitely talk about eating lighter at night and even, you know, eating earlier on dinner. When you eat dinner too late, it really can impede your sleep. It can even impede your digestion sometimes. Um, So you know, we, we're not enormous fans of snacking. Obviously for some people it's, it's essential if you're traveling, if you're, you know, a person who, who needs to eat more often, but our body is also needing time to digest. Um, and so I think, you know, intermittent fasting works for some people. I know Ariana Mm -hmm. does it and, and swears by Mm -hmm. it. Um, but Mm -hmm. you don't even have to do that. I think it's just giving your body sort of a break between, between meals is, as a small thing you can do, um, that can be really key.
1: All right, all right. Let's move on. We have a few more minutes. Let's move on to movement. Oh, I have a. I, this is my favorite, the exercise part mm-hmm. because of the because when you're moving, right, you're happy because of the serotonin released in the brain, which are the happy chemicals, the mm-hmm. happy endorphins. So when you're walking Absolutely. and hiking and biking and and running, right, all of a sudden you feel great because of those chemicals. So we have to try to keep those going. Please comment.
2: Yeah. I mean, so May, we we've just started May. May is mental health month. And I think something we don't talk enough about is how much movement impacts our mental health, as you were saying, Patricia, you know, we release these chemicals. It, it makes us feel better, even just a little bit of movement. Um, you know, a lot of us think about movement as, you know, running a 5k or exercise or like, you know, schlepping to the gym, lifting heavy weights. And these are all perfectly yeah. healthy and valid pursuits. Yeah. But for many of us, for various reasons, they're just not going to happen. And that narrow definition of exercise is harming us. You know, there's plenty of ways of getting creative with physical activity. Like you said, habit stacking, watching your favorite show on the treadmill yeah. or parking farther yeah. away from the parking lot. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And or it, the you know? stretching,
1: right? The stretching, yeah. too. Whether it's yoga or yeah. whether it's just stretches. Yeah, there's also things you can do at your desk, right? There are seated things you can do in terms of stretching so you're not sitting that long and impacting on your joints all the time. So there's so much. And I I think the importance of the micro steps is, you know, what you bring in is you make it easy, really easy for people Mm -hmm. to transition, really is what you're doing.
2: Absolutely. And like you were saying, you know, one of my favorite micro steps is taking one minute stretch breaks whenever you can throughout the day. Um, you know, frequent movement fuels your body, fuels your mind, and it doesn't take much. You know, stand up, change position, stretch, anything to get your blood flowing, um, and, and you'll feel better. And another one of my favorite micro steps is mental. Every time you exercise or, or even do a small burst of movement, take a minute to acknowledge that you showed up for yourself. Celebrating yeah. even small wins really makes those habits stick.
1: That's a very important point. I think we don't do that enough. Yeah, you know, we really don't. It's interesting. I had a colleague, I had a beautiful testimonial letter sent to me today, and I sent it mm. to the people I work with. And the, the note I got back is, I hope you really take that in. You know, mm. I mean, it's, you know, I hope you really look at that and take it in and not just, you know, say, oh, isn't that lovely? So it, it does. It makes a difference when you can kind of almost breathe it in. So important. Absolutely. All right marina tell people how they can get your book again and we will come back now the next two segments we're going to talk about in our next segments are how do you focus and prioritize prioritizing is so important and how can you create positive communication and maintain relationships which you know sometimes during covid has been a little bit challenging unless we're using our video conferencing which is important but sometimes people are challenged with that so we're going to talk all about that next so how can people get the book marina
2: you can get it at any bookstore, anywhere books are sold, or yourtime com.
1: Okay, all right, and we will be back with Marina. Now, hold a minute. Hold on a minute. I want to say the last name correct. Kadekel. I got it. You got it, Marina <laughs> Kadekel, who is Thrive's global head of corporate of content development. She is the author, along with the other editors of Thrive Global, of Your Time to Thrive. End Burnout, Increase Well-Being, and Unlock Your Full Potential with the New Science of Micro-Steps. And the foreword and also uh, has been written by Ariana Huffington. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We will be right back with Marina right after the break. Bye.
4: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
3: on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens, every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
1: You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, and we are continuing our great conversation with Marina Kadekel, and she is the Thrive's global head of content development. She brings Thrive's corporate and consumer audiences compelling multimedia storytelling and actionable science-backed evidence and advice to help lower their stress and improve well-being. She's been a top editor for national media outlets, including Women's Health, Glamour, and Cosmopolitan. And her new book, along with the other editors of Thrive Global, is Your Time to Thrive, End Burnout, Increase Well-Being, and Unlock Your Full Potential with the New Science of Micro Steps. Welcome back, Marina.
2: Thank you so much, Patricia. Great to be here with you.
1: Yeah, let's talk about focus and prioritization. Oh, that's such a big one, particularly (laughs) setting boundaries and rules. Well, you know, because of the way our brain is wired, the fight or flight, right, we're wired to be planners. So we are happier. The gap is between what you can and you can't control. So really, when we're planning, we're helping to reduce our stress right away. So talk about the importance of priorities and planning and focusing.
2: Yeah, I mean, so, you know, this past year really brought home something called the productivity paradox. We're working more. uh, A lot of us working from home, we're working more hours, but because we're more stressed and distracted, we're less productive. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Google searches for how to get my brain to focus actually skyrocketed in the last year. And it took a pandemic to really increase our awareness of this connection between productivity and well-being, which a lot of people don't think about. They think I'm just going to burn the candle at both ends. I'm going to work, 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 this sort of, toxic idea of hustle culture that was already a pandemic before the pandemic. Um, that That's what's going to get us to success. But really, it doesn't. And one of the things that we dispel in this book is the myth of multitasking. So we're actually 40% less productive when we're multitasking. Um, people don't realize that. It's become our de facto approach to work and life. You know, our ability to take on all these tasks at once is often seen as a commendable um You know, even a positive thing, but giving our full attention to anything or anyone is becoming much more difficult, um, in our world with so many competing demands for our time and attention. So we talk a lot about using the morning, um, starting the day off right, which is so important for focus. One micro step I love is simply write down your priorities for the day, even just Mm -hmm. the top three things. You know, Mm -hmm. it takes two minutes. To decide what's important and what's not to you. And that can be really key in reducing stress and improving our productivity throughout the day. Because often we sort of conflate what's urgent, what's important, and what can wait. But taking that couple minutes to set down what you really want to do in the morning can really help. Another micro step I love is If something takes less than two minutes, do it immediately. We all know that, like, you know, finishing a quick task is often much easier than reviewing it, putting it in your calendar, returning it it later, which often doesn't get done. Yeah, that's interesting
1: because I often do the other way as night before I go to sleep. I'll write in a journal yep. about what the day was like and what I'm grateful for. But I think that's a, another way to do it is first thing in the morning. What are your priorities? They're usually in my head because I'm, I'm at the calendar <laughs> and I just I look yeah. at the calendar immediately. I get up in the morning and I look at the calendar and I say, OK, here's what I've got today and here's what I need to do. But I um, but yeah, I think that's that's a very good point.
2: There yeah. you go. And yeah. do it, doing what you do is also great. You know, writing down your priorities for the next day at night is actually a micro step that helps a lot of people sleep better because we often, like, ruminate and find our brains spinning about all the things that we need to take care of the next day. But getting it out of your brain and onto a sheet of paper can actually really help both focus and sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Or also
1: recapping your day and talking about mm-hmm. what you're grateful for. That's, that's another one, too. I mean, yeah.
2: gratitude yeah, this, is huge and, and you'll find it all over this book but gratitude yeah. and we can talk at length about it uh, later but it's an incredible emotion because it's almost impossible to be stressed and grateful at the same time uh, and yeah. gratitude is also something amazing to habit stack we were talking about habit stacking earlier yeah. which is but, sort of but a, it, also, it also
1: grows right it grows Marina yeah. meaning that you know, you're grateful for something. You know, I'll tell you, I have been writing this um, mm. affirmation in my journal probably now for three, four, five months. And it's something like, mm. I have ease, grace, or abundance in my life. Just very simple. Mm. And, and, you know, even, even when it's not feeling like that, I just keep writing yep. it every day. And then, like three, four months later, all these things start opening that bring ease and grace. So it works, but you have to have patience. Things don't always happen right away. It could take six months. It could take longer. It could take a year. But if you keep it always in your mind, eventually it'll happen. What do you think?
2: I love that. You know what? That, um, affirmations actually really do work. They're, they're study-proven to work. And one of Ariana's favorite quotes, you reminded me of one of Ariana's favorite quotes, and you'll find a lot of ancient wisdom woven throughout, this book, uh, you know, on purpose. You know, the ancient Stoics and philosophers—they didn't have phones pinging them every two seconds, but they, but they knew a lot of truths that still resonate today about, you know, what we need to um, to fulfill our full potential. Um, and one of our favorite quotes is from, uh, the 13th century Persian poet, Rumi, um, and the quote is, uh, live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. And it's also a great affirmation. You know, it, it means we can't really know what's in store for us, but we can choose to find meaning and purpose and possibility in our daily lives. And when we do, we can really truly thrive.
1: Yeah. So important the affirmations. But I think also too, Marina, um, let me ask you this. How do you help people that, you know, just feel down? You know, they feel down and it's it's hard for them to even take that step. I mean, they may just be down for a little while, or they've gotten bad news, or, you know, there's an illness or there's a relationship issue or there's a money issue and they're they're mm-hmm. having trouble. What steps would you give them to just get back on track?
2: Absolutely. So you know, we can't prevent stress in our lives, but but we really can control how we react to it. Um I, I said before, it really takes 60 to 90 seconds to course correct from stress and one of the things we suggest is even breathing for 60 seconds. We we talked before about it. Yes. It activates our parasympathetic nervous system It Absolutely. lowers our levels of cortisol. Yep. Um so breathing right. and and actually gratitude too. That is yep. such an you know, gratitude is so powerful because it gives us perspective. It takes us out of our heads. It takes us out of our stress and allows us to see the world in a, in a different way, to your point, Patricia, through, you know, a lens of abundance. Um, so that's why, you know, we have a um, we have a chapter about purpose and meaning in this book, too, and, and really focusing in on why we're doing the things that we're doing and what really matters to us is something we you know, we don't take a lot of time to do in our modern lives, but it really can help us build that resilience for when we are faced with with those stressful times.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and the the next one is the communication and relationships. And that's, you know, and I... When I think of communication, I think of really listening. And I think sometimes we think we're listening, Marina, but we're really not because other things are going on in our mind. So we're actively listening, but we're not (laughs) empathically listening. So, right, you're telling me something and I'm listening, but in my brain I'm saying, oh, that's ridiculous. Forget it. But it doesn't allow me to connect with you. Right. So if I can just really listen from your point of view as though I'm you really saying this and hearing it, then I can connect with you, even if I don't agree.
2: I love that. And we talk about active and empathic listening a lot uh, in in this book. And one micro step that actually can help us do that is once a day, try having a conversation where you mostly listen, you know, when you do speak, make sure it's not to insert your opinion or try to solve a problem for somebody, but to invite the person to go deeper. Um, You're so correct. You know, it's, it's uh, that kind of listening actually really works. You know, a study, Published in the International Journal of Listening found that when people were met with active listening, they felt more understood than people who received right. advice, you know, right. um, it's, it's really just listening to respond, you know, keeping that eye contact, that nonverbal involvement and inviting the person to go deeper rather than trying to solve a problem for them. Um And also, you know, one of the things that makes it really hard to be an effective listener today is our technology. Um, There's so many studies that have found that the mere presence of a phone nearby, even if it's face down, even if it's on silent, even if it's in your purse, it limits our available cognitive capacity. Um, Even though we may feel like we're fully focused and attentive, we're not. And, you know, people who see your phone next to you, who you're trying to talk to, you know. It it can have negative effects on that connection and that conversation quality for them. So that's another micro step, you know, like put your technology away. If you're having dinner with somebody, make it a a phone-free zone. Like put put your phones away so you can be that active listener that you want to be.
1: Yeah. So that that whole, the communication and the relationships, right? Because that's what relationships are built on, correct, is the strong communication.
2: It is. And another concept that we talk about at Thrive a lot is compassionate directness. You know, yes. it's the idea of, you know, we're going to get upset, you know, let's express it and move on as a way to continually de-stress rather than getting caught up and letting something fester and letting that cranky energy take over. You know, it's, uh, when, when you are compassionately direct, which is like, you know, expressing your feedback in the moment, but being compassionate right. about it. It's sort of a Absolutely. way to say, like, I care about you enough to, you know, give you this right. feedback in the moment and not let things fester between us. So.
1: Right. And 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 part of doing that is not blaming or shaming the person or using a you message. Yeah. Look what you did. It's, it's stating mm-hmm. an I message and it's always looking at the situation and not the person. Right? We're not, it's not that you're bad or there's something, it's here's the situation we want to correct. And so that allows people to communicate more openly than when they're feeling, you know, blamed or
2: attacked Absolutely. in some way. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And to, yeah. Go, the last thing go I was going to say yeah. about communication is that it's it's also about resilience. You know, we're, we have such a um, We have such a problem with loneliness today, meaningful connections and interactions and relationships. They actually fill up our reserves of resilience so we can better weather difficult times in our lives. So it's, it's so important.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why we're so lucky we have video conferencing. You know, people may complain about technology, mm-hmm. but in 1918, with the pandemic, they had nothing. So we are really <laughs> fortunate that, right, that we can still communicate it's, with people. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah.
2: exactly. And, you know, there's things we can do even over Zoom to deepen our connections. One thing, yeah. you know, is, is starting your conversation, your next conversation with a question about the other person. That's a great Absolutely. my first step. And another one I love is swap how are you for a deeper question, you know, ask someone, what's on your mind. That's so much better than, you know, how are you, which we're primed to just say, Oh, great. Fine. How are you? Great. Fine. Whatever. Like you go a little bit deeper. Yeah.
1: Or if someone says they're fine and you know, they're not, then you might say, well, I know you're saying that, but that's not what I'm seeing, you know, so that can open people up too. Yeah. That's that's another great one. Well, it's this, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, um, we are talking to, hold on, I've got to make sure i say it exactly right. We're talking to Marina, to Marina Cadeel. And she is the founder, or she is Thrive's global head of content development. And they're bringing multimedia and storytelling and science-backed advice to help people lower their stress and improve their well-being. And all of that is now a new book called Your Time to Thrive and Burnout, Increase Well-Being and Unlock Your Full Potential with the New Science of Micro Steps. And this is also written with the editors of Thrive Global and Arianna Huffington uh, does write the forward you're listening to the Patricia Raskin positive living show stay tuned we'll be right back with Marina
3: stimulating talk gets
4: those synapses in the brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts VoiceAmerica.com. today our 40s sit firmly in midlife we are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Making Action Happen, hosted by Sarah Blackhurst and Brian McCain. The program takes you inside Action 22, a Colorado-based community outreach organization established in 1999. The show focuses on public policies, both politically driven or not, which have ongoing and immediate impact on the Colorado community and the world. It doesn't matter where you are, you can make action happen. Listen Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern. Eastern Time, and 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Voice America Variety. Join Chris Epting every week for the moment. Chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, including authors, artists, and athletes. And that's just the A-List. These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
1: And we are back with Marina Kadekow, and she is Thrive's Global Head of Content Development. And their whole work is all about bringing consumers multimedia storytelling and science-backed advice to help lower stress and improve well-being. And she has been a top editor for national media outlets, including Women's Health, Glamour, and Cosmopolitan. And her new book is Your Time to Thrive. End burnout, increase well-being, and unlock your full potential with the new science of microsteps. And she's written this book with the editors of Thrive Global and Arianna Huffington, who wrote "Use This Book to Thrive in the New Normal, One Microstep at a Time." And Arianna Huffington wrote the foreword to the book as well. Welcome back, Marina. Thank you. All right, so let's talk about the last two steps in the book. Uh, we'll start with creativity and inspiration. Well, that's one of my favorites. That's how I do my work. Um, But if you use the other steps, the nutrition, the exercise, the mindfulness, the meditate, that's going to allow you the most expansion to be creative and be inspired, correct? They all build on each other. Correct.
2: They really do. And you know... Somewhere between childhood and adulthood, we um, we really started to see creativity as binary. We, we're either creative or we're not. We make things or not. But that is does it, That kind of thinking does us a big disservice. You know, many of us allow our jobs to determine which camp we're in. But it's it's so limiting to think that way. We're all more than our jobs, and we're all uh, called on to be creative in so many different ways. You know, in our life, in our you know, in parenting, and in being a friend. So um, we talk a lot about in this book these small moments tapping into small moments of wonder and awe and connection that inspire us most um, you know and and refueling ourselves with these small habits really helps us tap into that creativity um, Eve Rodsky the author of Fair Play who's a friend a friend of Thrive calls um, talks about something called unicorn space which is um, this precious time and space to explore your creativity and be uniquely you. So, you know, it doesn't exist until you create it. You need to carve it out for yourself. And one micro step is just start with five minutes a week. Just set time on your calendar to focus on something small you're passionate about. Like you could play guitar, you could read, read or write poetry, you could even just daydream. Anything that fills you up with that joy and purpose.
1: Yeah. I think the other thing, too, that you were talking about is, you know, just thinking about inspirational things that happen. You know, paying attention to those sort of serendipities, coincidences in life. You know, those little things like, yeah, I've been thinking about that and all of a sudden, oh, it pops in. Or just these amazing little things that just happen to you and really taking those in. What do you think, Marina?
2: I think you're... So right, you know, those aha moments, those light bulb moments, they don't just happen. We, we think that they just happen, but really we can prime ourselves to have more of them um, in our environment. So there's a reason why, you know, they happen in the shower. We're sort of off of our phones. We're off of our devices. We have the sensory deprivation tank. It's just the water and us. You know, they happen when we're well rested. Um, they happen when we give ourselves space to, to just be an experience, you know, look around and look up and um, be in nature, we can really prime ourselves to have more of those creative aha moments. And one tiny yeah. step we can take is just spend a little time every day outside, you know, spending just a few minutes outdoors, disconnected from our work and our devices, a great way to start.
1: And to get inspiration, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the last one, which is purpose and meaning. You know, I mean, we've all heard about the book, The Purpose-Driven Life. But I think people who are the happiest or most fulfilled are those that do have a purpose and have meaning behind life. And I think appreciating those coincidences is part of that, too. You no, know, Those amazing little things that happen.
2: Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, purpose is something that you don't find in a lot of uh, self-help books, but something that we really wanted to include in this because it's so important, especially, you know, in times of adversity and transition, like the time that we just came out of, you know, life's most difficult experiences sometimes end up being the most meaningful and unlocking, you know, our own sense of purpose and meaning um, and, and what we're capable of. So it's sort of like, t- you know, the idea uh, of taking these challenges so what's, yeah, what's, and seeing the opportunities.
1: Right. So what's your message? You know, if people get one thing out of this book and out of this interview today on your time to thrive, what would you say?
2: You can start smaller than you think and see bigger results than you imagined. You know, micro steps mm-hmm. are You know, you'll look at this book and you'll think, that's it? Like, that's what a microstep is? And that's exactly the point. The idea that you can start really small and, and feel good about yourself for doing something. And over time, you can see your behaviors change. You can even see your brain change. You know, we talk in the book about neuroplasticity and that's the more you do something the more your brain forms new neural pathways to to make it easier so it's just a really easy system to you know start living the life that you want rather than the life you settle for absolutely
1: all right tell us again marina how people can get the book or find out more i know that the website is thriveglobal.com
2: Yes, that's Thrive Global's website, but you can get the book at com.
1: All right. Um, Okay, and are there any webinars or workshops or lectures that people might want to know about?
2: Uh, we We do experiences for our corporate clients, but we really wanted to put this book out for everyone to be able to access the philosophy of, uh, of Thrive. So really this book is is the system. It's the only system that you'll need to, you know, really start changing your life one micro step at a time.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is wonderful. What's one thing that since you've written this book that you feel you've changed? Just one one oh of my these, God. you know, yeah. for, I'm sure there's been a lot, but what's one thing?
2: Well, the microstep that most changed my life is um, it has to do with the morning. And I was doing something that I think a lot of us are, are guilty of doing. So I was getting up in the morning and before I was even out of bed, I was checking my phone. I was looking at emails and, and scrolling and on my phone. And I started experiencing this anxiety spike every day. It was like a shortness of breath. And it took, I took a few hours actually to go away and I really did not like how I was feeling um, so, I challenged myself to do the micro step of taking just one minute, again, very micro, between when I woke up and when I checked my phone. So, I would drink that glass of water, I would take some deep breaths, or I would set my intention for the day. Um, and, you know, micro step, this book is a no judgment zone. So, I fell hey, off the wagon a couple times. I kept getting on. It really changed um, how I felt. My anxiety levels that? went really down, and I realized why. And it was because when we start our day on our phone, we're starting it focus on what other people want from us if we're checking our emails or or what inspires other people if we're Mm -hmm. scrolling on social media rather than what we want from the day so it really changed my approach to
1: every day well say you're walking your talk marina thank you so much Marina Kadekel, and again, she is Thrive's Global Head of Content Development. Her book is Your Time to Thrive, Uh, Marina Kadekel and the editors of Thrive Global. So please pick up a copy of the book, and again, thanks so much. Stay on the phone for a minute, stay on the line. Thanks so much, Marina. It was an honor to interview you. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Stand for a minute. All right, everyone. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Um, Remember, you can contact me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com if you would like to get a copy of my newsletter so you can see all the amazing guests that I have on each week. Uh, If you're looking to do a podcast or get your message out, I help people do that as well. I'm also on Facebook, Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources, so check me out there too. All right, everyone. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make